0: Oh, you won't even believe the story if I told you. I got this one. Randy edited this. It was porn. I know it was okay. porn. Bang! Zoom! We're gonna talk about <laughs> Scarlet Johansson. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear god. You are listening to Dog Thin Radio. Welcome to Dog Thin Radio. Today I am joined with. The one of the artists that are, one of the guests at Comic Palooza, Ms. Jiska Von Braun. Hopefully, I'm saying your name right. Hi.
1: Uh, you can say it either way. Von, it's technically Von Braun.
0: Von Braun, like okay. Color,
1: but everybody says Von Braun, so that's okay. I answered a
0: vote. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things for me. Hooked on phonics for me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we'll start out with. Um, I'm, right now, I'm looking over your it's like your Etsy page and your Instagram, mm-hmm. and just kind of curious, like um, like the style that you have. How did um did you come mm-hmm. up? How did you go with this as your main style?
1: Um, it just sort of happened progressively over time. Uh, I used to work a lot more realistically because I thought that the more realistic you could draw, that's was more impressive as an artist and then I started to you know do some more quick sketches where things were a little bit more stylized and I really enjoyed how they looked and just um, sort of took it from there and I started to um learn to love my mistakes and embrace them which led to um having my own style for example um you know, I, I tend to already draw eyes larger than they're supposed to be, so I just sort of went with that. I mean, like, why fight something? You know, like, why squash out something that you already do? Um, you know, I don't draw hands very well, so over time, my hands have gotten smaller and smaller. Sometimes they're just, like, little points. Like, they're barely little hands at all, and and I'm okay with that, <laughs> So it just sort of happened over time, and um, also, you know, a lot of the artists that have influenced me in my life um, have really, um, you know, particular styles of their own, um, and we all sort of live in the same uh, world, like, you could put all of our work together, and it looks, you know, like you could say, these are similar to each other, um, not the same, but you know, they they belong together, um, sort of the big eye uh
0: like lowbrow uh artists of the sixties and um you know a lot of current lowbrow artists that I follow and admire. Okay. Uh sorry with this cold mess I'm like trying to stay trying to <laughs> get through this fog that's in my head <laughs> right now. Um It um, is the season. Yeah. Uh the beginning of Con Plague. Gotta love it. Uh let me yeah. think uh, what were some like? You mentioned that some of uh, you're influenced by a couple different artists. If you don't mind uh, talking about which uh, which artists those were or or how they influenced you,
1: uh, artists that I think have really influenced my style. Um, you know, I was always a huge, always was and still am a huge fan of Margaret Keane, and you know the the movie came out, um, the Big Eyes movie. Uh, but I had actually been influenced by her long before that, um, I had an aunt who had uh, prints of hers hanging in her house, and, you know, I grew up seeing those, and uh, I always loved them, that, you know, sad-eyed children, um, you know, just, it was really recognizable um, what it was, and I would always tell her story to people who were asking about my influences, and they would be like, oh, that sounds like a movie, and now it is. Um, Tim Burton, um, his illustrations were always a big influence of mine. I think, especially um, in my high school years, um, when Nightmare Before Christmas came out, I was in fifth grade and I was instantly obsessed. Like I had to consume everything Tim Burton, and until then, I hadn't, I hadn't really, you know, found an, a filmmaker or an artist that had influenced me in that way. And then. Uh, Another illustrator that's a huge influence of mine is uh, Edward Gorey. Um, And if you're not familiar with him, you you know, if you look up his work and Tim Burton's work, you can see how, you know, both of them could be a pretty big influence of mine. Um, Turn of the century fairy tale illustrations, um, you know, all sorts of stuff. You know, as an artist, you sort of draw from everywhere and hopefully all your different influences can... Um, help you
0: find your own style, you know, but you can recognize who you admire too. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I, to me it does. It's, okay. It's the fog the fog's I get pieces of the fog where it goes away like, ah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um well I do know you like you go to a different a whole bunch of conventions with if I'm doing if I'm saying this right, your fiance Chuck Huber? Yeah, uh Chuck is my fiance. Okay. Um like I have, like all the different conventions you go to, are any of them that really stick out as like this one's really good for the artists, or is or is it more of like say a big party kinda like Dragon Con or anything like that? Or, uh,
1: I didn't I, I didn't hear the question.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the fog's kicking back yeah. in and am like, trying to stay on focus here. Um like with the different conventions no, that you it's go actually to, actually, also my
1: kids are asking me questions, that I just I missed. Oh. I was getting double questions. <laughs> okay, good. try again. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs>
0: um, with all the different conventions that you go to or anything like that, um, have you? No, that's okay. I had it and I lost it. Okay, let me just do it this way. Sorry. Um, have you? Have any of your art actually been influenced by? um, Your fiance, Chuck Huber, or or any of his personalities that he's done for Funimation?
1: Uh, You know, when we first met, um, he actually hired me to draw some of his characters in my style. And it seemed really hard at the time because I'd never drawn anything anime and I'd never drawn anything. I didn't draw a lot of male characters, but he was like, no, I'd love to see your interpretation of that. You know, I'd love to see you draw in your style. And once I I was like, oh, okay, as long as you're not asking me to do something that I, you know, wouldn't be able to do. Like, then I did it, and it was really fun, and I really enjoyed it. So I started exploring, um, you know, other characters that I could just do in my style. Um, so, yeah, he definitely influenced me to to, you know, try something different. And he always does um, influence me to, you know, work outside of my comfort zone um, as far as art. You know, like, you should try this. And I'm like, that sounds hard. And he's like, I bet you'd enjoy doing that, uh, specifically because it's hard to do. And so that really helps me. Um, You know, but most of my stuff, um, you know, even though my work um, easily lives in the world of anime, and is influenced by anime because I grew up watching a lot of, um, you know, a lot of different shows, and it's it's not exactly the same, but the fans still seem to like it. So we do a lot of anime conventions, uh, just because you know my work and and his fans, you know, they still go together.
0: Oh yes. Um, that- I don't know how many times I have gone like to different conventions around Houston where you and Chuck are, at, and then most well, every mm-hmm. time I always like see all of your all the prints that you have with your backdrop behind you, and then oh, there's Chuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice. Um, it's nice that we get to travel together. Um, you know, not a lot of, um, couples get to work in the same business where they can be together all the time. Um, we spend a lot of time together. We both work from home together. Uh, we travel together. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, it's really nice because it's, it's, it's a hard job sometimes. And it, when you're traveling by yourself, it, it can tend to feel like you're working really, really hard all by yourself. And so it's nice to have him with me all the time. Um, and we totally help each other. It feels a little foreign. We've been doing it so long. It feels a little foreign when we do a convention without
0: each other. Uh, I kind of know the feeling. Uh, whenever I used to help out my friends, that uh, they used to come to Comic Palooza a lot. Of the time, But they've kind of been moving for a couple of t- couple of different times this year. So, but yeah, they're usually a duo. And whenever it's just if I work with one of them, still both of them, it's even weird on my end as well. <laughs> Right, right, um, but on to uh, another interesting topic, one of the things I remember about, because I am on your um on your Facebook uh, the wonderful story of that wonderful person that <laughs> likes your artwork but for some reason can't doesn't like having the artwork signed
1: yeah, uh that was. That was an interesting story um, I don't normally share um, customer interactions very often um, but I, I kind of needed support on this one just on my end because um, I know you're supposed to have a tough skin in the art world and everybody tells you that like if you can't handle criticism that you shouldn't be doing artwork um, and and I do have a pretty tough skin when it comes to you know people saying I don't like the way you draw like I'm like okay that's fine you know there's plenty of artists that you you like and that's fine um give me a second because my five-year-old is yelling something at me it's no problem. hold on one moment i saw the box you know my mom was on the phone i know and i will get in in a moment we had a delivery and she always likes me to get the deliveries right away so that we can see what is inside the boxes
0: Ah, uh, it's like <laughs> <Christmas>. um
1: <laughs> yes uh so my customer she um You know, she had ordered prints for me before, um, four years ago. And, you know, over time, uh, an artist's signature changes uh, sort of naturally. I mean, sometimes it stays the same forever. But I also went back to uh, my maiden name. So, you know, not only am I signing an entirely different name, um, you know, it's four years later. And um, she ordered quite a few prints and uh, was really specific about you know, how I signed them and where. Um We had about six different messages back and forth where she originally wanted me to sign just on the back, and then she wanted me to sign um on the front, but on the left side, uh, and then on the front and on the right side. It, you know, so, you know, there was a little bit of miscommunication about where she wanted me to sign, and normally I tend to sign in the lower right-hand corner. Um So it's kind of a standard thing that I do. Uh, when she got her prints, she messaged me, and she um, had thought my signature was um, really large and very ugly and she said um, a lot of really hurtful things about how my my signature had um, ruined the artwork and that it was different from the signature that she had before, which she liked better um, you know and I explained to her that an artist 's signature is as much a part of the art as the artwork itself. Um, you know, when we sign a print, we say, I did this, and I've signed it by hand, and I've touched and handled this print, and I've packaged it for you. And there's a lot of care that goes into it. Um, you know, you just, it, it kind of hurt my feelings because that's my signature. It wasn't a critique of my art. She was saying that my signature was ruining my artwork somehow, and I just don't, you know, that's just how. I don't know if you can hear my daughter being frustrated in the background by a piece of tape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, is, she is in there just grunting at me and pointing at tape. Um, I, I do try to go above and beyond. I offered her a refund. I said, if you're unhappy with your prints, please send them back, and I'll refund you you know your full amount. And she said, no, I want you to fix this problem, <laughs> and I want you, I want you to send me prints that are unsigned because I don't like your signature. And and I did it, you know. But I just, you know, I think that it's important for people to know that when an artist signs their artwork, um, that's an important part of having a print from somebody. It's it's what makes the print valuable, um, aside from just enjoying the artwork. And I felt like if she loved my artwork so much and loved me so much that. Um, you know, it, it just seemed out of place to, you know, write mean things to the artists themselves. Um, you're hurting the person who you say you love so much. And it was just, it was a strange, bizarre interaction. Um, there were some funny things that came of it. I had a bunch of um, customers order, um, you know, sketches, tiny sketches with giant red signatures across them. Um, you know, and, and the sort of, you know, that's, that's sort of, like, laughter and, oh, my goodness, you know, make it through this one, kind of helped take the sting away a little bit, Um, I guess, my ego uh, was a little wounded, and she did get her new prince, and she was very happy, and, um, you know, as long as she's happy, I I can live, and I will be happy, too. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's... A very interesting story indeed, <laughs> but
1: it is a long story. Right. But it is it is an interesting story. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: yeah! I remember uh, one of the times on the show, like whenever I, you first post, whenever you first had that initial story up, like I know I was talking to my co-host and on the show, and we kind of kept the names, we just went by pronouns, just in case some something, something, someone didn't want me talking about it. <laughs> Namely, you. <laughs> And I remember one of the things when we were discussing like how like how can you get the art but not like the signature of the person who made it and then we just came to the conclusion like, well, I guess a lot of these people think it's Burger King, but it's not
1: <laughs> Yep, you just you want things your way. Um you know, and I think especially with the way things have become accessible online sometimes there are um a lot of times people forget that you know, when you're ordering from Etsy or a place like that, you're ordering, um, you know, directly from the artist, who's usually um, at home and is a one-person entity. And they, you know, we are we aren't Target and we aren't Walmart, and you know, as much. I just can't accommodate the requests and people. You take away that interaction that you get at a convention where you're interacting one-on-one with the artist. Yeah. Um, people forget to be kind to each other um you know they, they sweat
0: I think I might have lost you hello hello
1: can you hear me? I can hear you now Okay, hopefully we can edit out any, any oh yeah lost communication there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, people tend to think when you're ordering online that you're you know, we're kinda like Amazon or something like that, but we're we're real people in our homes making things. Oh uh, we, we take a lot of care doing it, so
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people who are so used to like like you said, Amazon, Amazon.com or Walmart, that's like, oh, it's just going to be cookie cutter, enjoy, like, no,
1: this is like people's
0: hearts and souls all poured into this.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's a lot of personal touch, you know, um, little cards, little gifts, all sorts of stuff, so.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, I guess the last thing, um, since... Palooza is literally like a few days away. Um yep. is there anyone that you're looking to meet while you're there? Like different celebrities or other artists or guests?
1: Uh there are a couple to be honest. Um I normally, you know, we normally don't get away from our tables very much um unless we have help. Yeah. Um but this weekend um I have my my daughter Juno who's 5 will be with us on Friday. And she is just ecstatic about meeting the little girls who do the voices for Anna and Elsa. Like, she has been asking all week, like, when are we going to see them? Do I get to meet them? And they'll take pictures with me and they'll find things for me. And it's really fun to watch her get excited about meeting someone, you know, and see that sort of beginning of like, I can go somewhere and meet people that I idolize. Like, she's wrapping her little brain around it. It's really (laughs) cool to watch. And uh, so we will be doing that Friday. We will be meeting the young Anna and Elsa and getting pictures with them and getting signatures with them. Um, I am very, very excited about Sigourney Weaver because I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, I have um, a print that I no longer sell because it's an exclusive to uh, the Pop Gallery in Disney Springs in Orlando. But it is an Aliens print um, of Ripley holding a little tiny baby alien. It's called uh, Best Friends Forever. And even though I don't sell prints of it anymore, there are a lot of people in Houston who have that print because I've been doing Comic Palooza for, um, I think this is my fifth year here. And I'm really excited because I've had a lot of fans say, I'm bringing my Ripley print to have her sign it. And I really wanted her to see it. You know, I know, I know that... You know, you always want people to sign stuff and you give them gifts, but I'm like, I just wanted her to see it, and then i would feel happy. So I have a lot of people who said that they're going to have her sign it, and that makes me pretty excited. Awesome. So I guess I guess those two, those will be those will be our our people for the weekend.
0: Right. Well, kind of the same with me. I got when I meet Sigourney Weaver, I found the one <laughs> movie that she's not. In, that's not a sci-fi that she's in. For her to sign. What? What was that? I have one. Uh, oh, one, you have. Yeah, there's a movie I, f- I dug through with my collection and realized I had to order reorder it because the VHS was broken. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so
1: I had a huge VHS collection as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I found uh, the one movie that she is not in a sci-fi movie.
1: What movie is that? Dave. Oh, yes, and you're going to have her <laughs> sign that. Yes. I always
0: seem to have that <laughs> That habit. is awesome. I always seem to have that weird <laughs> habit of, hey, you're going to be here, you sign something, let me find the most obscure thing that you're in, yeah, my collection, if I don't, I'll buy it, and then, haha. <laughs> well,
1: I think that's enjoyable. Um, I don't know, like, I, I I personally would enjoy seeing something that you don't see that often, Um I know that when Chuck gets something to sign that's kind of obscure, you know, sometimes he's like, I forgot I was even in this. And then, you know, it's kind of fun because it's just something a little bit different, you know, and somebody really went out of their way to find something, find something different and unique. And, you know, that's kind of cool. So I hope she, I hope she's stoked.
0: <laughs> Hopefully. I know whenever Carrie Eels came, I think it was like last year or the year before, I found the one Mm -hmm. HBO-only movie that he was in.
1: Oh, okay. And you had him sign it?
0: Yeah, and in his remarks, like, wow, I didn't even know they put this on DVD. (laughs) That is really cool. Oh, yeah. I
1: think the obscure stuff is really
0: cool. Oh, but I guess that's, uh, yeah, I think we got enough stuff here for for the interview.
1: Well, if you, if you have any questions, just you know, email me. and do. I'll be at Comic
0: Palooza. <laughs> I'll be there. Hopefully, not spreading the plague. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> Don't spread plague at the con. <laughs> oh
0: yes. All right. Well, I will okay. see you this see you this weekend, and if I'm still sick, I'll wait for you from a distance.
1: <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. Right. Thanks so much.
0: No problem. Bye. And this has been Dog Finn Radio.